0: Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium with your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Nguyen. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Nguyen. We're pumped up that you're here, and we hope to pump up your parenting skills and your knowledge and pump up your energy today. Our show today is sponsored by Missionsradio.org. Missionsradio.org believe all of us have a mission, an assignment, a destiny in this life to carry out a very important cause. So go to Missions with an S and donate to help their cause and take a listen to all their shows. And if you're interested in having your own radio show, contact them. We have over a thousand videos and articles on our website regarding parenting. It's brand new parentpumpradio.com click on the menu bar at the top for all the categories and if you'd like to submit your story for our website or be a guest expert on our show go to parentpumpradio.com and send us a message or you can email us at info at parentpumpradio.com today our topic is going to be a little bit more serious it's going to be about bullying and if you have a child in school You most likely may have gone through it, whether it's cyberbullying or bullying. This is a really strong subject, and I think that it's really important that our guest today is here to educate us more about it. Our guest today has had 12 years of success as a corporate executive. It left her searching for something more, and thank goodness that she did that. Because in 2005, she began her journey into the field of helping professionals as a volunteer for free arts for abused children she now specializes in addiction and recovery work complex trauma and anxiety she's also a licensed marital and family therapist and a registered art therapist her overall approach is grounded in humanistic philosophy so i'd like to introduce you to anna perkle hi hi thank you so much for having me oh i'm so glad that you're here you know i keep hearing this subject i know that a lot of kids nowadays are getting bullied whether it's in-person or or cyberbullying, and it's really important that as parents, we know what to do. You can find Anna at oneheartcounselingcenter.com. So Anna, tell me a little bit about what caused you to get into this field.
1: After many years in corporate America and a health crisis, I found myself searching for something more. Um, Like many people who've had health crises, I kinda asked that big question, if my life was going to end tomorrow, you know, what was it all about? And what was I doing just making another big paycheck or or is there something more important here? Anyway, I started exploring that and I found Free Arts for Abused Children and I was sent to a battered woman's shelter where I facilitated some art therapy projects. And I'll never forget that first night I'm walking home and I just couldn't wipe the smile off my face. It was something special and I couldn't believe how valuable it was just to be present to listen and to provide an art project for some kids and moms in a battered woman shelter i quickly decided that i wanted a lot more of whatever that was uh, which led me to investigate art therapy uh, which led me to loyola marymount and and then from there i think you said you worked at jumina hall too how does that fit in so my first internship actually it's called a practicum before you graduate, was at Central Juvenile Hall in East LA. Um, and honestly, I'd still be working there if it weren't for the commute. I just love those kids. And I was passionate about taking that practicum because I felt like these are kids that everybody else has given up on. These yeah. are the bullies that we're about to talk about. I you know, the kids that are accused of a crime, and I actually worked with foster care kids accused of a crime, and you know, they don't even have parents to help navigate this world. So I I just, I love that experience. And from there, I worked at Thomas Riley High School, Airport Marina Counseling Center, Thomas Riley High School for Pregnant and Parenting Teens in Watts, and then on to private practice, focusing on addiction and recovery.
0: It sounds to me like, you know, these are kids with a lot of trauma. For whatever reason, you really gravitate or connect to them and they connect to you. Where does that come from? Well,
1: like all therapists, uh, we all have our own story, and I definitely have some trauma in my background, and you know, I believe in trauma to treasure. Uh, you take that trauma, and you not only heal it, but can take it and actually turn it into a real asset and helping other people, much like Mothers Against Drunk Driving, yeah. okay? They had a lot of pain, um, and they took that pain, and they channeled it into doing something
0: better. Sometimes the pain helps us even move on to something better, and then what you're doing, you're actually really helping other people now, too, giving in that tools and how you did it. Well,
1: and I think that's the importance of what we're talking about today. Bullying is, in my opinion, and based on the research I've seen, a result of pain. And it's all about what do we do with that pain, and are we even aware of that pain? We can take that pain and, and spread that pain and make it bigger, or we can really heal it, understand it, work with it, and make it something beautiful.
0: That's a great segue. Our topic today is about bullying. I don't think us parents probably know what the real problem is. You're in there. You're in that mix. So can you tell us what is the real problem of bullying and how it's affecting?
1: In my opinion, and based on some of the things I've read, bullying is nothing new. Psychoanalytic theories that were developed many, many years ago talked about a defense mechanism called displacement, which is where you take out your frustration on something less threatening yeah so you know this is not new i think many of us can speak to experiences or things we saw as children
0: more ways of bullying now
1: we do we definitely do the problem is it's not only hasn't gone away we do have a lot of new ways to bully each other cyberbullying etc you can go to the Centers for Disease Control or National Center for Education to look at these statistics on this but they're saying about 20% is being reported of high school students that are experiencing this for example and 15% approximately that were bullied online, but there's also another statistic says that 64% of children who were bullied never even reported it. So if you go to places like pacer.org, they would estimate that it's more like one in four or even one in three students who have experienced this or been witness to it. Based on what I'm hearing from Beach City's health district and other sources about the schools and the police, and not only hasn't gone away, it actually has increased more recently. Um, In my private practice, I would say about 80% of my children have experienced it, and maybe 50% of my adults. And I think we've even got sort of new words for it. It's kind of even accepted on a certain level. There's there's this thing called social combat now. What does that mean? Ultimately, I think it's just another word for bullying. Like, you know, as adults, we're now just accept that, you know, this, this is just being competitive or just how you succeed in our world is by climbing on top of somebody else. And so there's this social combat, you know, being able to have the right response verbally to somebody to gain an advantage
0: of some kind. Wow. So, so they're making it almost like a tactical maneuver kind of a thing, when really it is just like you said earlier, it's about people that are having problems themselves and just trying to take it out on someone else.
1: Ultimately, yes, I believe that I, you know, I've been on both sides of it myself, I definitely name times where I've been a bully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have definitely been the victim of bullying. And I was doing things even as an adult that I wasn't recognizing. I had a friend once tell me that I used my height and I'm like, what do you What do you mean use my height? And then I thought about it and I remembered in corporate America that it was an advantage. If I had to have a difficult conversation, especially with a fellow man in the mm-hmm. corporation, I would stand and mm-hmm. I would walk towards this person. I would get really close to their face and I would look a certain way. And I didn't even realize I was really doing it. It just it came sort of natural, and I think it was an advantage for me in that environment. I now believe that if I if I went back to corporate America, I would hopefully be using other tools uh, to <laughs> make to be- my point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but
0: I, you know, I didn't even
1: realize that it was a part of my repertoire of how to advance my career.
0: Yeah, I think, if a way, it's also a protection too, like. A lot of us has that fight or flight or or flee right and so when we can't flee then we stand up and ruffle our feathers a little bit more and well that's definitely a big piece of what i
1: consider the solution is really being aware of your feelings and how intense they are getting Mm -hmm. we need to be in charge of our thoughts and our feelings and keep them at a reasonable level so that we can respond reasonably If we are getting into fight or flight, nobody's going to respond well. So I do a lot of scaling with my clients zero to 10. And if you're getting into four, five, six, I want you to use some tools at that point to lower your number so that you can think through this.
0: I know you explained to me earlier about the scaling, but can you explain
1: it to the listeners? Um, If you take any challenging emotion, anger, and you just make literally like a thermometer zero to 10, Zero, one, two, three is calm, no problem. Four, five, six is now exercising the muscle of discomfort. And that's, that's an area that we wanna be in, but not for too long. Eight, nine, 10 um, is dangerous. Now we're in fight, flight, freeze, and we're not gonna come up with our best reactions. Um, we're not gonna be using our tools. We're, this is the area in which we say things we don't mean. It just doesn't come out the right way. It's not authentic or really good. It's not what we intend. So the challenge is to really be aware of what your number is. And as you get into four, five, six, you have to take really good care of yourself. You know, if you need to walk away for a minute to collect yourself, use some different tools like diaphragmatic breathing. You can look that up online. It's basically just three really deep breaths that you hold and slowly let out, or whatever your favorite tool is to calm down. It doesn't have to be that. But when you're in four, five, six, you need to pay attention and figure out what tool you're going to use to make sure you don't get into 8, nine, ten.
0: We want to get into talking about why this is the problem, because like you said, it's starting to increase and statistics of people that don't report it is sounds staggering. I mean, one in every three, that's a lot. And we're dealing with children who don't even know how to process some of this and being a four five and six. So let's go back to, you know, why is this a problem right now?
1: If we don't do anything about it, and I don't want to appear dramatic, mm-hmm. um, but we've definitely heard of those cases where kids commit suicide, yeah, or actually come in with a gun to school and, and kill others. Um, yeah, and kill others. We definitely hear about drug abuse and addiction. So those are, you know, our worst case scenarios. But you know, even if we're not heading into that, we have self esteem issues that result. Person is unable to actualize into what they should be able to with their life because they're holding themselves back and even the witnesses to it. So even if you're not a direct victim of the the attack, but these bystanders are actually left with adrenaline rushes as well. And adrenaline rushes, if you've had too many of them, they support depressive symptoms.
0: So this affects everybody. Even, yeah, I, I read somewhere that even children that see abuse from you know to their siblings, like if their parents is spanking their siblings, they are actually getting the same symptoms of abuse. Where do you stand on that? Absolutely. You know, it's one so it's of the, the reasons same as the bullying.
1: It is. It's one of the reasons when we evaluate for domestic violence in families, you know, one of the key questions is are, were the children witness to any of this. And, you know, honestly, it'd be really hard to avoid because they have really good ears. Yeah, they do. <laughs> So, yeah, no, everybody's affected. But I, I do, I want to talk solution. I want to caution everybody, though, you know, I'm, I'm, we're talking about a lot of scary stuff. But I think the main thing, message I want to send to parents is that I want you to shift your perspective on this, okay? We, as parents of our children, have been bullied or there's bullying going on that we're aware of. A normal reaction might be anger and fear. And I would like everybody to ship that too. This is just an opportunity. This is a challenge because our children are gonna grow up and be adults and they're gonna be faced with this kind of behaviors over and over and over again. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. So this is an opportunity. I'm not saying, oh, you know, it's great that we should just enjoy bullying. <laughs> yeah. But I am saying that, you know, let's approach this in a calm way and assert ourselves. well, again, back to the scaling. Okay, if we are as parents are eight, nine, 10, we are going to model for our children that they should be panicked and upset mm-hmm. about this. And you know, I also don't want if a, if a bully's coming at you, okay, they're angry, and they're wanting to hurt you. I don't want us to become their pain.
0: Mm.
1: I don't want us like to their,
0: be Yeah, their punching bag.
1: Right. right. Not only not their pun- punching bag, but if if I'm happy and the bully comes to me and they're angry and they're trying to you know dump their crap on me, worst case scenario is I pick up their crap and I run with it. So I'm not happy anymore. Now I'm angry, sad, upset, and just really having a bad time. It. The best case scenario is bully comes at us, right? They're really angry. They're trying to get rid of their upset on us. And we basically just hold up a loving mirror.
0: How do you do that?
1: There's three different things that I want you to think about when it comes to this. First of all, to even be able to do what I'm going to talk about in a minute, to have this mirror, you have to be strong enough to do this. When my daughter experienced some of this, I read several books on it. One is called Saving the Souls of Our Adolescent Selves. And the solution in it was for you to focus on your child and your child's self-esteem, and the fact that they are part of something bigger than themselves. So for example, if your child has been helping at the elderly center for four or five years, and then they get to high school and somebody tells them that their size of their hips are wrong, in their head hopefully what happens is, you know what, I don't think that, you know, Mrs. Smith and all the other people I've been helping for years care about the size of my hips. I think I'm more important than the size of my hips. So what I did was I tried to refocus on my daughter. Now don't get me wrong, okay? I definitely approached the school, I wrote letters, I, I did what I was technically supposed to do to make this stop through the system. But then I really refocused on my daughter and her self-esteem, wanting her to know that, you know what, this person over here that's doing this thing, they don't matter. Like, you're wonderful, you're good, you're whole, you're, you're gonna be okay. So we have something we call the power wall in our house that has all the places she has traveled, it has all of the awards that she has accomplished, In addition, you know, I I read this when she was five or six, and at the time, I really couldn't get her to volunteer with the elderly. So I, for a number of reasons, decided that we were going to make her birthday parties into fundraisers. And so each year, she picks an organization that she wants to raise money for. This year is the Little Therapy Horses. And at this point, she's raised close to $2,000 over the past, my goodness, five or six years. So she definitely has already built some momentum without even having to like get to the shelter of the church yet to make herself useful. So number 1 is fortify your child. Let make sure they understand what is special about them, you know, the things they've accomplished and you know literally display it on a wall is one of my ideas. Another piece of that power wall I would suggest is maybe even making a collage of their warrior self. All of us have this warrior inside and pick out some pictures. What does your warrior look like? And literally just make a collage. So it's kind of like a vision board. Exactly.
0: It's about the their warrior self.
1: A lot of times it, these pictures really help us manifest these behaviors. I know I have a picture of um, a very strong looking person on a surfboard that I go to when I have to take licensing exams (laughs) and
0: things like that. (laughs) Lean in, we can do this. I have a picture of a, not a person, but of a a rocket ship, like a space shuttle ready to launch with a fire in the bottom because it tells me just to go. Awesome. (laughs) That feeling of power, you know, underneath you. (laughs) Exactly,
1: exactly what I mean. And our brains work that way. Our brains go to pictures before they go to words. You know, if I put Nike shoe in front of you, the first thing you're gonna think of is the swoosh. Yes. Not the word Nike. It's just one more way to help our brains get there faster to what we need to do. Then the next piece of this is empowering with language. I don't think we do a great job in our culture to in teaching people how to respond verbally. To yeah, these kind
0: of attacks. Definitely. And I tell You're just you, a lot of the ignore, just ignore it, right?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't ignore it. Actually, I think that teaches us to sort of run away from it. I think we can assert ourselves with love. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a little story of this. I brought my daughter to uh, Baskin Robbins after she graduated kindergarten. And we waited in line for the family in front of us to get their ice cream. And we were just walking up to the counter when a lady ran into the store and basically cut us and so I politely said hey we were here first we're next and she ignored me and then I got a little closer and a little louder I said excuse me we were next and nothing and I was getting a little mad at this point <laughs> so I got up real close door and I was like we were here first <laughs> at which point she turned over to me and swore at me and told me she wasn't willing to wait for my blankety blank and my child to taste flavors and blah, 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 I mean, she went off. And I had a choice. And I thought for a moment about the anger that I was experiencing and what I wanted to model for my daughter. And trust me, a variety of scenarios went through my head. <laughs> yeah, I um, can think of
0: some already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would not be a good model.
1: <laughs> and luckily, I, I found the strength within me to turn to my daughter and say, you know what, this lady's having an ice cream emergency. She really, really, really needs her ice cream right now. And I don't know what made her so upset that she's having an ice cream emergency. I, You know, her house could have burned down. She's had a bad day, I don't know what it is, but it's really none of my business. And the fact that I can stand here a minute longer and savor the idea that the ice cream is about to come is is fine. We're gonna let her have her ice cream emergency and, and then we'll be next. And I didn't say it in a sarcastic tone. I think that's another really important piece of this. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I very could have easily said, oh, she's having an ice cream emergency, Yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly, yeah.
1: She's just a blankety blank. I mean, I definitely could have responded with that, but then I would have become her. Yeah. I would have become her pain, her anger, yuck. A really important key in this is our tone of voice. Oh, yes. Another, the mirroring, so now this is part of the language. If you can just name, again, with a peaceful voice, what's happening... That's a really amazing skill, and this takes a lot of role-playing to master. But basically, it just names, wow, you know, you're upset because it's almost fill like in the blank.
0: A lot of validating, acknowledging, and just allowing them to be okay in that emotion, that moment, right? Exactly.
1: So, you know, my girlfriend was getting on an elevator, and it was really crowded, and she asked the lady by the numbers, can you please hit eight for me? And the lady said, hit it yourself blank. <gasps> Anyway, my, my girlfriend... People have really bad days. <laughs> yeah, they do. Anyway, my girlfriend turned to her and again in the, in the most peaceful voice possible said, I hope you have a better day. How beautiful. yeah. She yeah. did not become angry. Yeah. She highlighted to the person that they're a little out of control and sent them some love. Yeah. It didn't need to become any bigger than that. It didn't
0: need to grow. That's almost like an empathy moment. Where you're exactly. just feeling where they're at.
1: Another, you know, if a bully is coming at you with something, you know, you can simply say, ouchie, you know, you mm. want to hurt me. Hmm. Interesting. Come from a place of curiosity. You know, some of Buddha's teachings is just to be curious, curious about. Right. Again, tone of voice is everything. I mean, even when you say interesting, they'll, oh, interesting is different than hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And again, some language for the bystanders or upstanders, as they are now calling them. If you see somebody getting bullied, what you want to do, according to the latest in grading thinking, is pay attention to the victim and ignore the bully. So just come and focus on them, change the conversation, help them, pay attention to them. And, you know, the other option is if you if they knew the bully, um, is to maybe even take them to the side and say, hey, I don't know what's going on with you. I know you can do better. Okay. Um, again empathetic statements but they're also assertive yeah yeah. I know you can do better yeah I don't know what's happening right now but I'm concerned about you right Um, and that's not that was wrong you know you you shouldn't have done that you're a bully you know that actually just grows it for the bully and now you're also becoming angry as you so all this it sounds
0: like being sympathetic being empathetic and being like you were saying curious
1: Exactly. And that's a um, much
0: different energy than the level seven, eight, nine, 10.
1: <laughs> exactly, and all of this counts on you being able to regulate yourself to do that. So again, building those tools, whatever they are within your family, yoga breathing meditation I don't really I don't care what your tool is but practice it um, because when you go to lift that 200 pounds and you haven't been lifting the weight at home it's not going to work yeah so this all is stuff that needs to be practiced I I would challenge the parents to role play some of this and you know maybe say some nasty things to the
0: kid and and see what the kids come back with that's a really good point (laughs) the other we're taught that in, in work you do role play for objections when they say this what do you say so well, why not help your kids with the bullying? When they say this and do this, how do you react? How do you, what do you say after that?
1: Well, and we as adults can share our experiences in everyday life of bullying and what's happening. You know, even in traffic jams, I try to model that. You know, somebody's cutting me off or not letting me in. And I'll do one of two things. I'll say, oh, well, you know, they're having a cutting-in emergency. <laughs> you know, I love <laughs> that emergency thing because it really just helps me have a sense of humor about it. And then also let me know that I just don't know what's going on with them, so I shouldn't be there to judge it. Um, but I can also make fun of myself as well. When I'm starting to get really angry about it, I will start making fun of myself. I'm in charge. I'm in charge of the entire road, the universe. I'm in charge of how everybody drives. I'm the master of the driving world, you know? And then I realize how silly I am that, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just on a in my car on the road. Those are some great tools. But the fact of the matter is sometimes this gets physical. Yeah. And I highly recommend that people check out some kind of self-defense. And the one that I love the best, and I've been through a number of different types, is actually Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, Jiu-Jitsu. I heard a lot about great things about them. They, the thing that I love about what they do is it isn't about mastering a punch to the face it's Mm -hmm. not about that it is about getting away from the person Mm. how wonderful like i don't need again i don't need to become your anger Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact jujitsu doesn't work if you become angry you have to think you have to use your brain they have an amazing program called Bully proof and they just i think do a great job of teaching kids to have self-esteem and recognize these people are for some reason needing to do this, having a bad day, and here's our physical ways to get away
0: from that person. So I really love that. I know with Gracie, they also do it for women. They do self-defense for women too. When you know or when you feel deep down that you can defend yourself, you don't feel as angry you don't get to the agency because you're like, I can handle this. But I think when you don't is when that that full fight or flight fear comes up, and then you don't know what to do next. And I think martial arts and Gracie's does a very good job of, of helping you feel that empowerment. I
1: really feel strongly about it, especially for women, the statistics are not good. Yeah, on sexual assault and other things. So yes, they have a women's empowerment program. And the very first day that I went, we practiced being pinned to the floor, where a man wouldn't be on top of you and have both of your wrists pinned to the floor. I mean, picture that right now. I thought to myself, okay, you know, worst case scenario, there's no way out. And actually, that's one of the best case scenarios. I learned within minutes, how to not only flip this guy over, no matter how heavy, but actually be on top and easily able to get away.
0: And if you're not near a Gracie studio, they actually have tons of videos online on YouTube on how to get out of a position that you feel like you can't get out of. And even in cars, if you were in the back of an Uber and someone attacked you or even if you were driving, someone came in. But it was really great. And they do it step by step where you can practice at home. They do. And I also believe their hearts are
1: in the right place because what they do is they train you and then they test you. And if, if you pass your pink belt test, you are now free for life to come and return to the classes. Oh, really? So, you know, they're doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. They do not want women getting hurt. Yeah. Um, and of course, yeah, if you want to get more advanced than your pink belt, you can sign up for other programs. <laughs> and I love
0: pink. so. <laughs> and they have, you said they have uh, programs for children then too.
1: Yeah. It's, I think it's called
0: Bully Proof and it's got a number of different levels. Okay, I know you do a lot of work with kids and I know you're really strong on helping with the bullying. I know there's a bunch of programs that you do. For people who live in Los Angeles area, how can they reach out to you and what is your future projects?
1: You could definitely reach me through the One Heart Counseling Center. It has all of my information. I'm also in the process of developing a retreat to address some of these things. Currently focused on courage to face the fear of difficult people. In addition, I am working on a participatory talk at a private middle school I'll be doing soon. If somebody wants me to come to their school and help teach the kids how to do this, I can work on that. And in addition, I'd point you in the direction of another organization called Challenge Day. They have an amazing program. I have been a volunteer for now four years in a row in El Segundo Middle School, uh, where they spend an entire day, the large group of students, basically getting them to understand that we are all walking around with our own bag of junk and that sometimes it spills over. One of the key interventions of their day is when you sit in small groups and the kids say, if you really knew me, you would know that, and then they fill in the blank. Oh, that's powerful. It's really powerful. And I think it just does a great job of highlighting the fact that we're all human. And depending on what day it is, you could find the bully in Anna.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
1: I have to work on now, it. Now,
0: what was this program called again? Challenge Day. Challenge, is that the website too? Challenge Day? ChallengeDay.org, I
1: believe. They're not a new organization. Many, God, I want to say 10, 15 years ago, they were on the Oprah
0: show. So, so they nationwide then?
1: Yes. They're okay. not only nationwide, they're international.
0: Okay. I think you said they come to the school and they do a one-day training or something like that, right?
1: They do. Um, In a lot of the schools, it ends up being a three- or four-day training based on the number of children.
0: But yeah, it's an an amazing program. Okay. Well, all of these information with the website is going to be in the show notes, along with Anna's contact information if you want to contact her directly. You can also go to oneheartcounselingcenter.com there's many resources there. If you are experiencing bullying, please use some of the ideas that Anna is talking about. If it's something specific that you need her help, reach out to her. She's available. Thanks. And we're at the end of our show. And thank you, listener, for listening. And Anna, do you have any last word? I think as long as you approach a situation with love and kindness while asserting yourself, you're never going to lose. I hope that's your quote for the day. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows, which are featured on missionswithansradio.org. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured on missionsradio.org. And after listening to the show... Go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.